8.16. Now, during a two-day state visit by Chinese President Xi Jinping last Thursday through Friday, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un hailed his country's invincible ties with Beijing. This week could be another defining moment for the region as key events such as the G20 summit in Osaka and US President Trump's visit to South Korea await. Joining us in the studio to discuss key takeaways, we have Professor Park Won-gon from the School of International Studies at Handong University. And nice to have you here in the studio. I'm very glad to be here too. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so a Chinese President Xi heading to Pyongyang in itself is highly significant. The fact he's felt comfortable enough to take that step. Of course, it comes mm-hmm. with so much other intrigue. Mm-hmm. What's your interpretation of the timing? First of all, I did not expect to visit at this particular moment, particular time. Well, overall, many people, including me, we expect that he's going to be visit South Korea and also North Korea as well this coming fall or the um, September. And because this is the uh, this year marks the 70th, 70th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations between China and DPRK. So at Within this year, Xi Jinping will visit North Korea, but not this particular moment. So I think that because of this upcoming G20 summit, and China will have a very important meeting with President Trump. So before that meeting, China wanted to use a so-called North Korea card. So that's why he decided to visit at this very particular moment. And what about the details of the visit? It was seen as being rather glamorous in places. Certainly uh, North Korea laid out a very warm welcome for mm-hmm. President Xi. Did, did that send a, a particularly interesting message to the world? Well, yes, yeah, of course. There are several things that I haven't seen the, in terms of the relationship between China and North Korea. First of all, um, Xi Jinping visits North Korea a total of 27 hours, but he was with Chairman Kim Jong-un for 16 hours together. So just the exact sleeping time they are together. And also, Xi Jinping's article runs on the front page of Rodong Shinmun. Yeah, and, that was and, Yeah, that was also for the first time that we are seeing this kind of uh, article on this the hosting country. And also, uh, he visits Gumsusan Palace of the Sun. And in front of this palace, there are another very huge the welcoming ceremony. And also this is also for the first time for the foreign leaders. And even he stayed in the Kim Susan guest house. We haven't seen this Kim Susan guest house. This is for the first time that they have uh, the visitors, visitor guest. And also um, we are seeing this very special mass uh, game performance, gymnastic performance just for the uh, President Xi. And so I think uh, North Korea they are trying their best to welcome the Xi Jinping. Yeah, for anyone who's curious, it was President Hu Jintao, the last Chinese leader to visit North Korea back in 2005. Mm -hmm. Xi Jinping himself would have had some idea of what to expect, given that he went a few years ago um, as vice president, but this time around, Mm -hmm. by the sounds of things, a very different experience, Professor Park. What about the potential impact on dialogue between North Korea and the United States? We will see, because China uh, sent some kind of uh, ambivalent message to the world and particularly to the United States. Uh, first, uh, Xi Jinping mentioned that he is going to support talk between United States and uh, North Korea. And he emphasized the 
uh, so-called the new strategic line that has been introduced by Kim Jong-un the last year's April. And that is uh, he decided to uh, give up. Uh, actually, the exact word that he used is victory of the so-called Pyongjin line. Mm. Pyongjin line is parallel pursuit of economic and nuclear development. And then he, the Kim Jong-un mentioned that he will focus on the economy. So this time, Xi Jinping reiterated the importance of the new strategic line, which means that the North Korea will give up its nuclear weapon and pay more attention to economy. So that is going to be a very good message to the United States. And second one is, but at the same time, Xi Jinping mentioned that uh, the United States and the international community should listen to North Korea's reasonable concern and interest. And actually, China has kept saying this kind of a uh, argument for a very long period of time. And this meant that the United States and international community should consider to lifting up some of the sanctions and also give a security guarantee to North Korea. So Xi Jinping is kind of dual message to help out the United States, but at the same time, he defended North Korea's position. When Chairman Kim said that he would stay patient in denuclearization talks, that reminded me of what he said previously, earlier this year, that he would give until the end of 2019 for mm-hmm. the U.S. to change its calculus. Mm-hmm. Does that still match being yes. patient? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Kim Jong-un mentioned in April 20th, the uh, Supreme People's Assembly, and he said that he's going to be patient until the end of this year. But the important thing is that he wanted to have a third round of the summit with the United States, but with condition that the United States should change their attitude and policy, which means that still North Korea wanted to have a step-by-step approach and or the phased approach. So he just uh, reiterate what he argued for a long period, uh, the, right after the Hanoi summit. There, there have been moments over the last year, Professor Park, where I felt maybe I've gotten carried away in everything and thought, wow, we're really making progress. But then there are times when I just think, actually, mm-hmm. we've not made any progress. Uh, oh. These letters that they've mm-hmm. exchanged are getting mm-hmm. a little bit tiresome to me almost now. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, well, it's all very well sending niceties by letter, but mm-hmm. not if no one's willing to compromise. Um, what's your interpretation of Chairman Kim saying that he was pleased with the letter that he's just received from President Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, I think it's kind of a um, positive sign in terms of this regime of the talk between United States and North Korea. First, when the Trump President Trump received the letter from the Chairman Kim Jong Un, and he said that it's very excellent and very beautiful letter. And he has a very uh, positive assessment for the letter. And also our the president, Moon Jae-in, mentioned that in that letter, there is some interesting content. We are not sure what the interesting content is at this moment. But when uh, Kim Jong-un received the letter from the President Trump, he said same thing. This has some interesting content. Mm-hmm. So usually the interesting means connotate some kind of positive meaning, not the negative meaning. So the, uh, the in terms of the relationship between the two leaders of both United States and North Korea, they maintain the good relations and they are raising the uh, expectation to have a, another round of some the talk. But important thing is that I think President Kim Trump wanted to have a, a walking level talk with North Korea first. So in that the letter, he will uh, he's going to say that uh, we wanted to have a, some walking level talk before we are going to actually meet together.
Well, analysts can't resist the language of romance in describing mm -hmm. this particular relationship. If that is the analogy we're using, well, at, at some point they're going to have to move forward with uh, a marriage, which might be viewed as denuclearization agreement in this case. Uh, you mm. can't write endless love letters uh, without making some progress. But think about the North Koreans regime's very peculiarity characteristic. And this is going to be a, one of the important channels to communicate between North Korea and the United States. And because still North Korea wanted to maintain so-called top-down approach, so North Korea wanted to use this letter as the kind of a, uh, the method to directly communicate with President Trump. So, yeah, you are right. We are, whether we are going to see any the positive, meaningful, meaningful progress in the sooner or later, but I think it is important to, to at least maintain some kind of a dynamic to have a talk between these two countries. I don't want to see go back to the year 2017. We have a very uh, difficult time and very high tension on the Korean Peninsula. So in that in the perspective, it is important to maintain this kind of a communication line between these two leaders. Yes, uh, absolutely right. Better to have talks than tensions. The only issue for me is that in the back of my mind, I feel like we're just delaying mm -hmm. the tensions by uh, just prolonging this this scenario where um, where through top down diplomacy we've got two leaders who favour rhetoric over action. Uh, yeah, right. Like. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Seoul? Who? I mean, I think we can say President Moon does favour action over rhetoric mm -hmm. in this department, but he, mm -hmm. he can't do the tango on his own. Mm -hmm. Where does it leave South Korea in a position where uh, President Moon wants to meet with Chairman Kim Jong-un? Mm -hmm. We don't know whether that's going to happen this month or not. Mm -hmm. And he's almost certainly going to be meeting with President Trump later this week, mm -hmm. the weekend, we think. Mm -hmm. I don't think there is any chance to meet uh, our President Kim Jong-un before G20 is, is practically, I think, is impossible. But I'm not so disappointed with not to have uh, this summit between these two Koreas because anyway, um, there are some the other countries, including China, and they are playing a facilitator role. An uh, important thing at this moment is to resume the talk between United States and North Korea. So no matter who's going to lead or facilitate this talk, it doesn't matter. And also our South Korea, and we have chance to resume the meaningful relationship with North Korea in the future. At this moment, the North Korea, North Korea wanted to focus on the uh, relationship with United States and using China card, but at some, at some uh, moment, they have uh, no choice but to talk with South Korea. Politically, though, it might be quite nice for President Moon to have something from Chairman Kim to talk about because uh, otherwise it, mm. it, this visit by Trump could just invite a lot of pressure on Seoul. Yeah, right. So I keep saying to uh, our, the government and the government official, we shouldn't be hurried. You see, uh, we are talking about April 12th, the speech of the Kim Jong-un, and he's very clearly mentioned that South Korea as a kind of a noisy facilitator and he said that he's kind of a pressure South Korea to be with them. But at this moment, South Korea, we couldn't do that because of this. And there is no meaningful progress on the North Korean's denuclearization. So we have to keep the sanction with other countries and international community. But North Korea keeps saying that we should resume this inter-Korean project, such as Kumgang Mountain and Kaesong Industrial Complex. We shouldn't, we couldn't do that. So that's our dilemma. But 
Uh, our government position is right. We should keep the sanction with other international community. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, th- I think South Korea is playing this right at the moment. But the, the, the sad situation, of course, is 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 this tangled web in which it requires several people to move at the same time. Um, and so we're so reliant on others uh, as as they are all reliant on each other. Professor Park, mm-hmm. always great to have you to talk to us. And for the first time in the studio. All right. Thank you.